FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction. Big one here, talking to Carrie Joe Coombs and Dave Prater about the new Super Motocross World Championships coming next year at the end of the series, the three-race series. Lots to get into. We're adding more races, more money for the riders. Pretty cool deal, and we'll get to the bottom of it shortly with uh, Carrie and Dave. Thanks to the folks at Renthal, of course, when you look at Red Bull KTM, you look at Monster Kawasaki, you look at Factory Honda, they use Renthal sprockets, the, the chains, the grips, the bars. They got the little 7 8 bar still, if you got one of those things laying around. They got the fat bar, fat bar 36, twin wall bar, of course, and uh, lots going on. Thanks to the folks at Renthal, Renthal.com, and uh, the trusted, most trusted brand in the paddock that continued to elevate and innovate the game. And they have a real cool website, a dealer locator on there as well as a uh, chart where you can punch in the, your bar measurement that you currently have, and they'll tell you which Renthal one will work the best for it. And, uh, yeah, they got everything, man. And uh, great company made over there in the U.K., Renthal.com. Please check it out. You know the name. If you've raced or ridden for a while, chances are you use Renthal, right? We know this. So thanks for listening. And before we get into the interview, I just thought I'd share some thoughts for me. This is something I've been hearing coming down, and, yes, I understand it. It looks like a – reaction to the world supercar series but it's really not it's been in the works for a long time maybe not to this extent and look uh are they paying out the 10 million dollars it's going to be spread across supercross motocross and these three races are they paying this money out if the world supercross hadn't come and sort of upset the apple cart with uh, their money that they're throwing around probably not but that's okay that's a good thing more riders getting paid is always uh, a good thing for our sport I am surprised we're adding races to the schedule. I did not expect to see that. But the talking to the OEMs that I have the last few weeks, last few months, they're all on board with this, man. And uh, they're united in their front to keep riders racing in America and keep the American series strong. And, and look, it can, there can be two series. We don't need to have a bloodbath of World Supercross versus the American Supercross and Motocross series. It can be fine. They both can survive. They both can make an impact and have good races and have more things for us fans to follow and more p- things for our shows like ours and, and other media outlets to cover. And there doesn't need to be a winner. There doesn't need to be anybody crushed by the other side. Uh, competition is a good thing, whether it's podcasting uh, or, or promoting a dirt bike race, right? Either one can be great. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised there's more races. I'm surprised they're doing this. But I knew there was some sort of alliance coming together having everything on one network is a big benefit i've already seen the fans jumping around from tv to channel to tv channel we all know about the outdoor package this year and how it really hasn't worked uh through no fault of mx sports just through the uh map tv guys that weren't able to handle it and flow racing was off to a rough start at washougal so having one partner having everybody united having points counted for things I, this is awesome um you know, it's it's all started to come together a few years ago when the Feld guys started showing up at the some motocross races and working together for a long time. The powers that be at at Clear Channel and Live Nation they wanted nothing to do with motocross. They wanted to crush the motocross series. They wouldn't even mention it. They wouldn't talk about it. And to me, I, that, I mean, any listener of the Pulp Show knows that that was a, a massive rant of mine that these announcers and these people in Supercross series wouldn't acknowledge the outdoor series. Uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. And for these two uh, promoters to get together and realize that, 
hey, they're not doing anything. Uh, um, you know, the other ones, they're not doing anything to harm the sport. They want to grow it. They're both grow it. They both make more money. It's a, it's a it's a good thing for sure. And if the riders can get more money, that's an awesome thing. Um, I heard there's going to be some relaxed rules as far as selling merch in Supercross and Motocross. Let's see if that happens. That's a good thing as well. So the World Supercross guys, yeah, they're there, but um, it's it's a good series too. So I'm looking forward to covering both. Uh, this is well, well needed in our sport, way past the prime for Supercross and Motocross to uh, to talk and get together and to share resources, share infrastructure and things like that. So I- I'm stoked that this is happening and uh, I'm happy that uh, I get to talk to Dave and Carrie today all about it on the Renthal Reaction. So let's uh, let's get to that and more. And uh, all right, here we go. Buckle up. Sh- should be an interesting time in the sport. Let's uh, talk more to Kerry and Dave about this new Super Motocross World Championships uh, coming up. And now, as promised on the Renthal Reaction, a couple of the main players behind this just introduced Feld MX Sports collaboration uh, Super Motocross Series. Looking forward to this. First up, from Feld Motorsports, it's Dave Prater. What's up, Dave? How are you, man? Great, Steve. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. And coming for you, coming to you from Loretta's, uh, it's Kerry Coombs-Russell. What's up, Kerry? How are you? Hello. Thanks for doing this, guys. Appreciate it. And Dave, you just got back from the ranch, also, from what I understand. Uh, this is this is big news for our sport. Uh, I'm stoked about it. I think this is a, a, a long time coming, and I'm I'm so glad, D- Dave. I'll start with you. I'm so glad, and I, I've been ranting and raving for years on my shows. You know, the synergy between motocross and supercross was not good uh, for a long time. It's gotten better since the Feld uh, acquisition of the sport there's no doubt but for years and years it wasn't in a good spot and the fact that you guys are coming together to do this uh is a great thing and and i'm you know it wasn't yourself that was doing it dave it was people above you but really really this is a huge benefit for our sport yeah no i i agree steve and yes you're right i mean it's going back years and years there hasn't been um the greatest of relationships and and you're right we've we've worked on it over the last several years but um really in in 2020 um daytona 2020 todd jindro and myself um just went to daytona and met with carrie and davy and um just once and for all to really just squash all of the past and at least start the conversation on um any and all possibilities and working together and at the time you know it really wasn't there was no intent to go, um, I don't think, to go this big. Um, but it, we started the conversation. We walked out of that meeting, I think, with a new outlook on our relationship and a new, uh, a new vision for the future. And um, as everybody knows, a week later, Indy Supercross got shut down. And uh, we began working together um, even even more so than we into and sooner than we anticipated. So yeah. it kind of fast track. Yeah, that's kind of what I had heard too. Was you know both of you guys were getting together to figure out, hey, let's you know let's save the sport, let's get a plan, let's let's work on all of this around that time, which is which is awesome for sure. Uh, and 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 it went as smooth as it could go. Uh, Carrie, uh, this is a chance to really align with. Uh, look, we all know Supercross uh, is, is is probably moves the needle more in a, in the world than the uh, American Outdoor Series, and this is a chance, Carrie, for you guys who've done a good job with, with MX Sports the last few years, to sort of 
uh, bounce ideas off of Feld. Feld, bounce ideas off MX Sports. Maybe share some infrastructure uh, between the two series because they do run you know, at opposite times. It's kind of a win-win carry for both series. There was no sense in where we were going years ago. No, it's it's even though we've both been in business for a long time, there's so much to learn from each other. If you if you think about it, we acquired uh, the rights to Pro Motocross in 2009, the same exact year. That's when Solid Entertainment acquired Supercross. So we've been in charge of our respective series for the same amount of time, and. When uh, after Dave and Todd came and said, "Hey, if you know, if there's an opportunity, you know, to work together, we we entertain that." Um, a year later, it was in this April, I guess, and um, I knew our TV deal was going to be expiring in a year, mm-hmm. and I called up and I said, "Hey, <laughs> you want to work together? Um, what about television?" And their TV deal expired a year after ours, so we aligned. We lined our deals up so that we could go to market together, and that's what we did. And out of that came the suggestion, recommendation to uh, add a playoffs and a final, and and so we we decided to do that. But it, it, it made no sense to continue um, to you know not work together. To we, we share riders for the most part. We share sponsors. Um, we shared teams and, and OEMs. It just, it now was the time. So that was last April. And um, here we are a, mm-hmm. a year and so later, and we're finally able to put all the pieces together. It took this long um, because, like I said, their contract was still, uh, had one more year to go. But, you know, after we decided that we do want to work together and after we were advised that uh, the playoffs and uh, uh, the final would, would be a, a great way to end end the season. We had had to go talk to our partners, talk to the OEMs. And so uh, we did that in February. Uh, Davey and I and, and uh, Dave went to um, see all the OEMs. And because, of course, you have to have their – input you know they're such important partners to this and we have good relationships with with the OEMs, and so we're always transparent with them and we just told them exactly what we had in mind and and let them you know give us their recommendations and guidance and talk to our respective sanctioning bodies ama racing made sure that they were involved Mm -hmm. because the only way to do this is 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 in the light of day, full transparency. And that's what we did. Carrie, do you see these three races at the end of 2023? Do you see, is it a, uh, uh, as far as the staffing concerned, I mean, we, we, we know the one venue is LA Coliseum. Uh, we have an idea on some of the other ones. The tracks may be a bit of a hybrid, but do we see MX Sports running one event and Feld running one event and, and somebody getting the third one to flip a coin? Or how do we see the two no. uh, promoters coming together for these three? No, we're going to use our, our staff and our respective infrastructure and, and use them at all three events. Okay. All right. Uh, Dave, I got to say, uh, I've been in this a long time, as have you, and 
you guys were trying to expand Supercross for a long time, go overseas even. Um, um, the, you know, the, the Nationals certainly could use more dates as well. And I, whether it was Honda, Kawasaki, whether it was Roger, whoever it was, Dave, that I spoke to at the OEMs, are like, we don't want any more races. No more races. We want less, as a matter of fact, which I was like, well, that's not going to happen. But You've added, you've added two. Uh, you know, obviously eleven nationals uh, now, as per the press release. But there are two extra events. How did you get these guys, Dave, to agree to this? Because I've been hearing it for ten years. No more events. Yeah, well, we've we've always been sensitive to that. We know. I mean, even our staffs. You know, mm-hmm. they're uh, it's a long season. But um, and you said we added two. We actually have only added one if you count U.S. Open and Monster Energy Cup, which the majority of the riders and teams did in the past. So it was traditionally 30 events, and Kerry gave up one motocross round. Mm-hmm. We gave up the and uh, so that's how we got to 31. But I think I think given the, the current media landscape and the fact that, you know, we had done our homework, we had gone to um, multiple media partners, we had spoken to ING, um, our agent that sells our media rights mm-hmm. and everyone was coming back with the same thing. Like the modern sports fan expects a postseason playoff and a Super Bowl or World Series or some crowning event at the end. And so um, you know, when you when you lay it out like that and you know you see the exponential benefits of that, um, it just makes it much more palatable. So this 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 money that's going to be thrown into the pot, from what I understand, Dave, it's spread across Supercross, Motocross, and these three uh, SMX races, right? It's going to be thrown into all of them. Correct. Yeah. So Supercross will see a lift. Motocross will see a lift, and then um, obviously Super Motocross being new, um, but that'll see, you know, a, a large portion of that ten million is going to be not only for the three. Super Motocross of races, but the Super Motocross World Championship overall. And how details are scarce, but I'm guessing you're going to have to qualify for these three races uh, via some sort of point system or, or wins or something. Is, is there anything you can tell us more about that? Yeah, so we're still working out all the okay. nuances, fine details, but basically um, you're going to qualify. It's going to be a combination of supercross points, so your total supercross points combined with your total motocross points. And at the end of the motocross season, we'll take the top 22 in those combined points and we'll seed them into the playoffs. And so, again, we're still working on mm-hmm. uh, the points going into the playoff races, but you will be ranked um, as far as your finishing order in supercross and motocross overall. Kerry, for you, uh, 12 round of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, uh, MX Sports, not the promoter of all of them, but a promoter of a lot of them or working in partnership with the promoters. And let's not kid ourselves. These things are profitable. They work really well. They do well. How tough was it to give up one of these events? Because I imagine the three races uh, that we're talking about are some sort of profit sharing or some sort of, you know, uh, uh, deal there. Kerry, how tough was it to cut your schedule by one, and and how much uh, uh, consternation was there about that? Well, it, it, they're like your kids, you know. <laughs> right. which, which one do you, which one do you give up? Um, but you know, to be honest, we, we had two palas on the schedule, and um, that that mm-hmm. wasn't 
you know, ideal. And if, you know, the sacrifice of one Paolo in exchange for three playoffs, which, and the TV deal that it brings it, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of, yeah, uh, I love you, but. Sure. We have to do this. Right. How much, uh, Carrie, how much, uh, when Dave says they took it to the TV partners and, you know, it, it, you've got to get these playoff and a, and a Super Bowl and that kind of product going, Carrie, how much, um, how much do you think there was confusion in the marketplace with, you know, uh, people who are not involved in our sport, like all three of us, people who are casual sponsors or people from the networks? Did you find, Carrie, that people were like, okay, wait, wait, there's 17 of this and then there's 12 of this. And then, like, did, did, did you find that when you talk to people that aren't educated about, uh, you know, our sport? Um, the problem with our sport is that our seasons separately are too short. You know, motocross is only three and a half months long. Mm-hmm. You get up and running and then boom, it's over. Uh, Supercross isn't any longer. It's what's four and a half months long. And people that aren't, you know, tuned into the sport, they're just like, wait a minute, it's over. But yet it's running again. Um, this removes all of that confusion you know our sport now will be nine months nine months of continuous content nine months of storylines nine months for the the broader fan base to get to know our riders and um it just it just makes sense from you know a big picture viewpoint can we tell carrie can you tell me we're not bringing back two number ones though where we had glover and bailey both running number one at some point, can we are we going to stay away from that? Do we know? <laughs> I I you know what the details. I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the um, the Dave and and OEMs uh, find in. Okay. Uh, it, go ahead, Dave. We're working on we're working on all that, Steve. I I agree. That's one thing that I yeah. mean. So many little nuances and details to this when you get you know down granular that uh it's gonna take a little bit of time but yeah i don't think anyone wants two number ones out there yeah yeah it was it was weird it was a weird time in our sport i'll go dave so for you uh i'm stoked the la coliseum is back the press release sort of states it out to be october um you know i heard some pushback from teams and riders like hey we're just you know, no one's going to stop. No one's going to take time off, right? These teams don't take time off. The riders don't take take time off. You know that. Uh, are we going to tighten that schedule up uh, in future? Yeah, that's uh, so. We made a commitment to the OEMs to uh, in future years, twenty four and beyond, to end the championship um, on or before September thirtieth. So that'll be the goal. Okay. Um, we do it in twenty three, but unfortunately, um, the LA Coliseum is only available for sure on that october 14th date because they know they're playing notre dame away so they know um this far out that they've got that date they won't get their 23 schedule until november or so so um we knew that october 14th they're available and so that's what we had to go to this first year and it just made sense to do i mean it's the birthplace it's where motocross became supercross so what better way to bring back you know the sports and and um then to take it to the la coliseum well and today that's where tim ferry beat jeremy mcgrath at summer cross 
in 1999. That, that is true, Steve. I saw I saw your post earlier. <laughs> <the beautiful> trophy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So you know there is that there is that as well. I, I don't know if we can get in opening ceremonies at all, but maybe we'll discuss that later. Um, but uh, Dave, you're going to get a lot of pushback. Well, not even pushback. I don't know what you know what the response is. Uh, look, I know there was meetings around Daytona, and I know there was a survey sent out about uh, from Feld Motorsports about how would you like Supercross Motocross combined. So I know that came out. But Dave, you know, the common thing out there is going to be like, oh, this is the answer to World Supercross. And look, even if it was directly related to World Supercross, I'm fine with that. Like, whatever. Who cares? This is a good thing for the sport. But that is going to be out there floating around there, uh, Dave, for, for you and Kerry to, to, and Davey to, to, to answer. Well, it's not true. No, no. But it looks that <laughs> way, right? We know that. and But that's how it looks. And so you'll have to fight through that a little bit um but i mean in the end it's it's a better thing for american supercross and motocross racing yeah no that's understandable but i can assure you like fellow motorsports and mx sports have worked on this for over two years um we've been working on this like i said Mm -hmm. daytona was a was the seed um and we worked together throughout the pandemic. So I think just as we got to know each other and as we got closer working through all the issues we had during the pandemic, um, and then like Carrie said, her with her media rights deal being up, um, and really those two have never been aligned that closely where there was only a year of separation. So it just was the perfect opportunity to, to try something new and go big. So, um, Really, our focus is just to grow the sport um, here in the U.S. as well as you know internationally. So um, this is this is solely about that and nothing else. Dave, do you picture these tracks being a bit of hybrid tracks? Kind of what I've heard a little bit, uh, you know, like a Monster Cup maybe. Uh, will they be different? Because uh, some of the venues I've heard, obviously we know the Coliseum, but uh, uh, Coda in Austin, Texas, maybe a Speedway in Charlotte. Uh, do you picture these? races being different than the 17 monster supercrosses. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to be different. And I think that's the thing, you know, we're trying to develop right now is, is exactly um, what those tracks look like. We want them to be unique. We want them to be distinct. Um, and we want them to be a true blend of supercross and motocross. So um, we've got an idea of what that looks like along with MX sports um, as well as the OEM. So, Along with every other detail, we're uh, you know we're getting as much feedback as we can from the OEs, and uh, just to make sure this is this is exactly what we want it to be and a true partnership across the entire industry. Carrie, for you from MX Sports side of things, what's the biggest benefit of this alliance of this expanded schedule? What's the biggest benefit? We talked about you know losing one Lucas Oil race, but what what is the biggest benefit to you? I think it's the the media platform. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you take, you know, their viewers, their followers, their subscribers, their everything, and add it to ours, then it's one and one equals three, and so much bigger when you put them together. Mm-hmm. So and we've already experienced that. You know, when when we were looking at our TV package and, you know, mm-hmm. going to market separately versus putting them all together, 
you know, the initial response from the network was uh, so impressive that that's where this purse is coming from. We could not have done that separately. We could not, neither of us could do this separately. Uh, Dave, what do you think? What's the biggest, biggest benefit or, or is that, did Carrie nail it for you too? No, I agree. I mean, that's a huge one. And I think that really, you can expand that to every area of the business. Like, um, I think we started this call talking about it, but there are experts, um, on in every area of the business for from Feld Motorsports and their experts um, again in every area of the business from MX Sports. So I think it's just the collective group and the knowledge that we all have um, really is another one and one, one plus one equals three across the board. I think it's just it's exponential um, in every area. I, I would say um, that. That's truly the benefit. Uh, and Dave, uh, motocross the nations uh, obviously is is going to be uh, later, um, maybe next year because of this LA Coliseum race. Is, has there been talk with the with the in front guys? Or Kerry, can you answer that? Has there been in talk with the in front guys to make sure that the, the Team USA can can show up uh, at some point after the Coliseum? Um, oh. Yes. You're, okay. I'm not sure I heard all the question, but you're asking about the motocross nations. Yeah, yeah, that's still on the board as far as after the LA Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know what? That um, as far as the LA Coliseum, I, Davey has been in communication with David, and um, I believe they talked about you know that particular um, date. You know, are we? We have talked to David or through Davy, told him what we were doing, um, explained it for other than next year, we would end in September. And um, David was Luongo. I was fine with that because that actually allows him to move his motocross of nations back to its traditional uh, date in October and he can uh, finish his GPs. You know, now basically he, he moved it earlier to accommodate the Americans so that um, he would be right after our season ended because the riders are in, in shape and, and, and they're in training. He, they don't want to wait a month or so mm-hmm. um, to go to the Motocross of Nations. So now that we're going to, to expand our schedule through September, that allows him to go back to his traditional mid-October date, and, and he welcomed that, that move. Carrie, do you see the schedule being more stretched out? Um, you mentioned ending in September, as usual. For 2023, are we looking at a more stretched out Supercross and Motocross schedule so that the Coliseum, there isn't a break in the middle there? Or how do we see that? Um, we haven't really... I think there will be a break in September only because of our traditional... Okay. Um, dates and things. Dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, um, Loretta's. You know that those two weeks weeks of Loretta's. The begin we always take off the beginning week and the end week, mm-hmm. and then end with um, three nationals. And then right. uh, I don't know how the September schedule is going to look, but I anticipate everything kind of staying the same. For the outdoor nationals, um, 
when we start and when we end. Right. So, Dave, are you there, Dave? Yeah. So you so Supercross should just traditionally follow seventeen races and eighteen weekends is what we're thinking. Well, no, I think I think we're going to be able to uh, to add a break, and obviously that's oh, okay. Bit yep. This, um, is is adding a, another break in the Supercross Championship, um, but working collectively on the schedule as opposed to us trying to fit those seventeen races in eighteen weeks. And Carrie and MX Sports has, have been great, um, obviously, through the pandemic. I think they moved back three times for us. So, um, again, just think, I think it'll, I think that was another thing that obviously uh, helped with the OEMs was the fact that we're going to have now more standard breaks throughout the season, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And goal. So, uh, that definitely helps. And to Carrie's point, we haven't worked through the september schedule in total um but i would anticipate at least one break in september and do you think these three races will not be at venues we've previously visited in supercross like do you look at these three races obviously coliseum's one of them but even going forward from there are they venues that we normally wouldn't go during the season they'll be new yeah i think that's the overall goal um but we'll see i mean that i I think we all we'd love to continuously rotate them. Um, and if there's a stadium or venue, speedway, whatever it may be, that we collectively agree um, would be fantastic. And um, you know, it it may be a place that we've gone to in the past, but um, I think initially, at least, our goal is to to go to new venues and introduce new venues. Should we look at these three as having new formats as well, like something that we don't normally see? We've got triple crowns, you know, monster cup uh, a, a format. We've seen. Do we do we in, do we look at these uh, these three SMX races as just being radical out of the box formats, maybe, or do we know? We don't know yet, but I think yes, we're, yep. we're definitely looking at different formats and, and seeing how we can mix things up um, and really just keep things as interesting for the fans um, as they can be. So, yeah, we're looking at multiple formats. I don't think any of us want to go in and, and duplicate a Supercross format or a motocross format completely. Okay. All right. Rental reaction with Kerry Coombs-Russell, Dave Prater from Feld, Kerry Coombs-Russell from MX Sports. Uh, thanks, guys. I think I'm, I think I'm good. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't like the name. I'm not a fan of the name. <laughs> but, I mean, whatever. You know, that'll roll off the tongue eventually i would hope uh but everything else i like it more riders getting paid is awesome in my opinion more races is fine um you know more excitement in the series one tv partner is a huge thing i think for me uh i really enjoy that as well we, we we've seen you know what has happened when rider when people have to jump around to find the sport not always a good thing uh did i leave anything out carrie well I, I think one huge benefit is we're going to work together with uh, our sanctioning bodies, AMA and AMA Pro Racing, to really tighten up the technical team and the officiating, you know, um, and have one officiating team, one highly trained technical team mm-hmm. for the sport. Yeah, that thought that's all good. Uh absolutely. Um I'm stoked on that. And Dave, uh can we 
Can we work on the uh, live timing and scoring for AMA too, and and maybe tighten that up as well? Can we get Pelletier on the line? Uh, all of the above, yes. We will, <laughs> we will give Mike. Mike is working on everything. Um, Pelletier has been great, and he's been uh, you know a huge part of this, along with Gene Crouch at AMA Pro. So um, yeah. it's been fantastic. Hey, speaking of the name, Steve, there. I mean, it can't fit any better than that. It's Supercross and Motocross coming together it's super motocross but i know uh, we have had the, it's already it's already shorting shortening to an acronym so smx has yep. been definitely thrown around already but um yeah i i disagree with you on the name but that's all right yeah yeah that's fine uh, uh smx <laughs> smx works you're right SMX. i've already started doing that in group text and stuff right so uh yeah that that uh, that totally works um and that's probably what we'll end up doing using calling it so uh awesome well hey uh both of you thank you for taking the time to explain this to our listeners rental reaction uh really really exciting news uh thanks to both you guys all right thanks thanks steve